Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Motherfucking mini-episode. Mini-episode. Motherfucking mini-episode. Bang, 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 skeet, skeet, skeet. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another phenomenal episode of My Mama Told Me, the podcast where we dive deep, deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories, and we finally work to prove the theories that you, the listener, have at home. It's your time to shine, baby. You get to shine by listening to me talk for roughly 15 to 20 minutes or until I get tired. It's usually in that span. After a while, I get I, the, the list really sounds precise in my ears in a way that I that's unsettling for me. I took speech classes for an entire year, fourth grade. Me and three other kids would get pulled out of English class and taken down to a, a much smaller, much more shameful classroom where they would make us play games and they would give us candy every time we S's out of our stupid mouths. It was a, a journey each time trying to explain to my, my classmates where I was going and not uh, exposing myself as a mushmouth uh, idiot. And uh, it never worked. They knew. They always knew. And they say, here he comes. Old Snagglepuss. He's back from his speech courses. <laughs> and I had the best. You know what was funny about it is I actually had the best speech impediment in the entire class. Like everybody else had it way worse. They had that weird R thing that babies have. And apparently you can keep having well into adulthood. But the I I was out there thriving. So I won all the games and I was a, a big champion of the speech classes, but not a champion amongst my regular peers. No, sorry, Bob. They didn't respect me at all. But that's neither here nor there. I don't know why I brought that up. This isn't what the episode is about at all. It has literally nothing to do with today's episode. And once again, we're going to be taking submissions from our from our dear listeners. And this one actually comes from a person who I can't. Uh, his name is President Cheeto. That's the name that was offered up to me. Now, I'm not sure if that the implication is that he is, in fact, the president of the Cheeto company or if he uh, is is merely making a, a slight 
at our former president, great president, maybe the best president we've ever had. Uh, <laughs> what if this is when I revealed that I was a Trump supporter this entire time? That'd be pretty cool. What a fun journey that would have been and a, a weird turn for all of you who have committed to downloading this every week. You fucking idiots. That's right. He's cool. And I think his body is hot. And I like when he plays golf in the middle of uh, horrifying moments in the country. It encourages me. Gotcha. All right. Anyway, I'm going to play this recording from President Cheeto and we'll talk about it afterwards. It's a fun one. Hey, Langston. Love the podcast. Had a conspiracy theory for you. After World War II, the U.S. scooped up all the Nazi scientists. Look up Operation Paperclip. And one of the scientists is actually connected to Lyme disease, which, you know, has affected my family. So, anyway, I love the podcast. Thought it was a worthy uh, white conspiracy theory to uh, follow up on. Uh, love the podcast so much. Make me laugh so hard. Keep up the great work. Bye. All right. Well, first of all, President Cheeto, uh, I don't like uh, open-ended assignments. I don't care for that one bit. You come to me and you say, look up Operation Paperclip. You don't even tell me what I'm meant to walk away with from this. This is a black conspiracy theory podcast. And here you come with some white bullshit that I don't know what to do with. And furthermore, Lyme disease it affected your family. Tell me how, President Cheeto. I want to know who among you gets sleepy at weird hours in the day because of their terrible Lyme disease. Yeah, I'm joking. Obviously, I'm very happy that you sent this to me. I did have some trouble figuring out exactly uh, where this connects in the my mama told me verse, if that makes sense, in, in this whole sort of multiverse of black shit that I was digging into. But it turns out that there actually is a, a bit of a connection. So for those that aren't aware of what Operation Paperclip is, I'll break it down. Basically, Operation Paperclip was the CIA mission in the wake of World War II to uh, salvage the greatest minds, quote unquote, greatest minds of Nazi Germany and bring them to the U.S. in order to better prepare themselves for the pending battle with the Soviet Union in the Cold War. It's a very real thing that happened. A bunch of CIA operatives made it possible for German scientists to come to the U.S. and work on science here under the guise of just being scientists without revealing that they actually were scientists for fucking Hitler. It's a big deal. And at the time, President Truman didn't even approve this shit. He wasn't a fan. He had this weird thing where he, like, believed that Nazis were bad and shouldn't get the chance to, like, rebuild their lives. I don't know. The guy was a weirdo. But that said, President Truman didn't dig it. And the CIA was actually developed. It was established for the sole purpose of moving behind his back. The CIA basically was was created as a way of being able to do international shit for the U.S. without having to get presidential approval, and it was developed, established in 1947, obviously two years after World War II ended. So all those people, and this is an important note for us to, to really get this conversation started, all those people who pretend like, oh my God, I can't believe that we are protecting Nazis. I can't believe that Nazis exist in this country. It's important for you to understand that we've always protected Nazis. We've always been real big fans of Nazis. This 
isn't a new thing. This new version of Nazi where they're kind of sexy and uh, and bad bodied but have cool haircuts. That's that's just new. That's just baby. That's new Coke. That is new Coke as far as I'm concerned, because we've been drinking that poison for a long time. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Now, Langston, I'm glad you brought up New Coke. Why is that, Langston? Because it actually connects to where this becomes not just a international conspiracy theory, not just uh, a conspiracy theory on a larger scale, but a conspiracy theory that affects black people. And it actually this connection comes from a completely different submission that I received from a person named Mitchell. Mitchell sent me a message very recently. I won't say when. That's me and Mitchell's business when I got it. But the important part is Mitchell sent me a message about something relating to this theory of Operation Paperclip. It's loosely related. But Mitchell, after he says a bunch of glowing things about how great the podcast is and how my voice sounds like it's perfect for whispering in a nice lady's ear and making love to her. He says a lot of glowing things. But then afterwards, Mitchell says Fanta Soda was invented by the Nazis. So during World War II, 
There were a bunch of blockades and such around Germany to the point where the people couldn't get any outside goods brought into the country. The branch of Coca-Cola in Germany started running out of the ingredients needed to make the normal Coke drinks. So to keep money running and their Nazi overlords happy, the Nazi Coke makers decided to make a new soda that would make all the blonde people smile and go, oh yeah, Mitchell, you're a beautiful writer. So they threw a bunch of stuff together and then the original Fanta soda was made. Then after the war and once Germany was no longer being such dicks, eh, eh, that's up for grabs. Uh, the Coca-Cola company was looking at each other like, damn, this Fanta soda is some good shit. So they decided let's start selling this around the world and just pretend it wasn't made by a bunch of racist white dudes trying to please a guy who looked exactly like the people claimed to hate so much. Hope y'all can figure out a way to talk this out. Love the show. And just to reiterate, Fanta was made by racists for racists. But you can drink it if you need something cold and refreshing, especially the orange soda because whose orange soda is better sunkissed fuck that shit anyway this is mitchell telling us that fanta was created by nazis and as it turns out mitchell is fucking right i did my research i looked it up and Nazis are responsible for creating a lot of cool shit. Uh, Nazis, they they made a bunch of weird missiles that, that could track people and murder stuff. They had indestructible tanks. They had something called a super gun, which is very scary. Regular guns scare me, but super guns? God damn. They take their glasses off and you don't even recognize them when they're flying around shooting stuff. Uh, the VW Beetle was invented by Hitler. Hugo Boss designed the Nazi uniforms and most essential to this conversation, the Nazis invented Fanta. In the middle of the war, the U.S. decided it could no longer trade with Germany because that seemed like some fuck shit. And instead... The Coca-Cola developers over in uh, Germany were like, hey, we ain't trying to go broke, so we're going to work with Germany and we are going to instead develop our own drink, a new drink in German territory. And technically, the original Fanta was meant to be fruit flavored, but because of limited wartime resources, they had to use real weird fucked up ingredients like leftover apple fibers and mash from cider presses and a cheese byproduct called whey. None of it was meant to taste good, or at least I guess it was meant to taste good, but none of it probably tastes good. It probably tastes like liquid ass, if I were to guess. I don't know what ass, you know, I, that's not true. I know what ass tastes like, but I, I don't know what liquid ass tastes like i've only had ass in the uh in the solid form but this probably tastes like liquid ass and that that seems worse somehow that said a biographer named mark pendergrass not pendergrass he's not related to teddy mark pendergrass actually described fanta as uh being made from the leftovers of the leftovers so it was not good in the beginning but Coca-Cola persisted. They kept selling this Fanta. They kept working with Nazi Germany. And Coca-Cola, they were some big supporters of the Nazis, so much so that they actually were the major sponsor of the 1936 Berlin Olympics, where they produced Coke bottles with a swastika printed on the fucking bottle. They loved Hitler. They were big fans of Hitler. Now, here's where I start to connect things back to black people, because black people love Fanta. That's just a fact. We love Fanta. We love uh, fruit drinks in general. That's sort of our thing. 
And part of the reason that we love these drinks is not because of some inherent thing, you pieces of shit. Don't you go around spreading some new conspiracy theory that our tongues are uh, shaped in a certain way where the bubbles of a fruit drink pop and make us, uh, it hypnotizes us with, with its deliciousness. Fuck you. That's not the way that this works. Part of the reason that these fruit drinks live in black communities so much is because of the way that they are marketed. They're marketed specifically towards minorities. If you've ever seen a Fanta commercial, it ain't nothing but a thick black lady dancing on a beach somewhere. So you goddamn right I like Fanta. I'm horny and I want something refreshing. Those two things combined make it an unstoppable, uh, delicious combination. But Fanta wasn't developed with good intentions, right? They weren't making Fanta with like a healthy considerations in mind. They were making Fanta with leftover shit. It literally was described as leftovers. So the reality is that these products were being made at the possibility that the Nazis were going to win the war. Coke was basically playing both sides. If the Nazis win, we got to drink over here. If the, the Nazis lose, eh, we throw Fanta away. But Fanta ended up being something that they were willing to keep and continue to sell. And then when the Nazis lost the war, Fanta went from being a Nazi substitute to nigga juice. You see that? You see the math that I'm doing here, folks? It went from being something for the people who couldn't have anything in one location to the people they don't give a fuck in a completely different location. So despite years and years of technological innovation, these products remain mostly as the poison that they were to whoever will drink it and to whoever they can market it to. Because this country, in particular, the U.S., has and will always be more interested in making money and ensuring its own advancements well before it does anything to ensure the survival of its citizens, particularly its black ones. So Operation Paperclip, in my mind, is just a starting point for the poison of the black community via Fanta, Fanta, and a bunch of thick ladies who promote it. That's it. That's all I know about Fanta and, and its terrible Nazi history and Operation Paperclip. So thank you, Mitchell, and thank you, uh, President Cheeto, for your submissions. And if anybody at home is sitting and thinking to themselves, God damn, I would like to submit. You can, you piece of shit. All you have to do is email us at mymamapod at gmail.com. And I would love to hear your voice. Let me hear that sweet voice at home. Let me hear the sultry sounds of you telling me what you want me to research and then talk about for 15 to 20 minutes tops. That's where I tap out. But <laughs> please send me messages. I'm tired of reading your emails. They're stupid. You don't write well. You're not as good of a writer as Mitchell. Let me hear your voice. Anyway. Send us messages at mymamapod at gmail.com. And more importantly, like and subscribe and comment on, on the podcast, on Apple Podcasts, so that we can make it to the, the top tier of people uh, saying nice things and or mean things about our podcast. Anyway, I've talked enough. Bye. Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode.
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.